Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm Welcome to a Cigar Hustlers Podcast, where we take a closer look at the people of the cigar industry with your host, Mike and Mike. Live. Now we're on. Now it's on. So, and now nobody you talks. Need you need a light? Oh, we're live already? We're, we are. We I are, thought there yeah. was like an intro or something. It's already oh, we, played. We do that after. Oh. It's already played. Yeah, that's cool. We just mix it in. Um, we. Got a mouse in your pocket over there? That's kind of hurtful. <laughs> What's the name of this podcast again? I was again? talking about the one, two, three thing. We just mix oh, that yeah. in. No, no, we do that. A one, two, we don't three. Mix that in. It's yeah. kind of dangerous well, to be an MC. Well, all the bullshit and the music's already happened. They right, shot two yeah. and, then we, and then we mix that in. And then we just do it. Too right, much so. violence in hip hop. I feel like you want me to do it right there, but I just. Why? You want to do it right now? No. You want to do the. What David the one, two, three is in? You want to you do it? I'll sit my hat and keep on making it. One, two, three. Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Mike, too. And this, this is, is a Cigar, Cigar Hustlers, Hustlers Podcast. Oh, hi. Nighttime edition. The evening edition. The evening edition. All right, so, well, before we get into a little bit of the interview, there's a, there's a lot of shit going on. A lot of shit going on. A lot um, of shit going on in this room right now. Yes. Yeah, well, we can talk about the catastrophe <laughs> of the room that we're in. This, this podcast almost didn't Did happen. not happen, almost. Yeah. Almost. Uh, we're doing a little reno of the shop, the uh, the left side of the store, to make it a little He needs more a cutter. Easy. He's trying not to say cutter to, on the air. They're doing sign language to, here back and forth. Be a David's more, already created a problem. To be a little more uniform with the other portions of the shop, and unfortunately, the majority of the, the stuff got dumped into the office. So so uh, it's, uh, it's a it's, bit of a it's, mess. It's like a maze to get in here. And you uh, went out of your, your way, and you Ooh. cleared out Broke the a sweat. spot. Broke a sweat. So don't, that, don't want to move a chair because these piles might fall at any moment. So that we could make this happen. The sacrifices you make for this. We might be buried under things on the table and boxes behind us. And hoping nobody has to go to the bathroom because yes. it's full of empty boxes. Yes. So I was obviously in Memphis. Yes. How was Memphis? Memphis was awesome until the end. And then it sucked. Oh. So the store was fantastic. Lynn and Jeff had a, had a multi-vendor event called the Memphis Smoke which was pretty fantastic. Um, they got a lot of cool people that go to that store. Um, quick shout out to Sean Payne. Off the top of my head, so if I forget anybody, I apologize. He apologizes, up um, My boy Sean Payne is very cool. Sean Payne. His buddy Andy. Andy. Very nice. Very nice Andy. Um, Andrew and Clint, a couple of good dudes. Different and that, than Andy, Andrew and Andy. Totally different. Totally different guys. Totally different guys. Uh, there's a cool cat there named Panda. Panda. Yeah. Oh. Chinese Connect. I'm going to name Panda. Dude had some. Oh. oh. Party foul. Party foul. Oh, he told I everybody else to turn their phones off, and then he didn't. Man, I'm Was it your brother? Your brother calling from no. outside? No, actually, it's my boy. Panda? It's my boy, Southern Gunner. Uh, oh. From, uh, from, uh, from Texas. Hugh? So. Yeah, it's Hugh. Good job. Um, see, I knew, I knew we kept you around for a reason. Um. So yeah, so the event went really well. I forgot. I uh, now uh, I forgot to mention one cool guy. What? Who is it? Who His is it? name is Prez. Another a different one. I feel like he is the only. I Prez. don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. He's a really cool guy, dude. 
Well, of nice, course. Very nice guy. But I think he's a cheap copy. No, he. Uh, what is he I president don't of? Want to say that to him. What's oh he president God. of? He's a pretty big guy. What's he president? What's he? Odds of, I'm never going to mention. You know, I didn't get into the details, but I know that you know he's a pretty giving, good guy. Looks out for everybody else around him. You know, pretty legit. <laughs> pretty legit. <laughs> what the hell's going on over next to us? Um, but at the very end, so I went down to Nashville and then I drove back. To make a long story short. Yeah. Okay. And I ended up, I ended up in a, in a, a bad location, so Uh-oh. I was trying to uh, get out of there. Quick escape. I was very tired. Uh, I wasn't watching my speed. Uh oh. And Woo! I got a blue light in the in the rearview mirror. I got an atrocious ticket. Oh. An atrocious ticket. Was so, the cop understanding? No, he was not understanding. How much? It doesn't have a price. What? Oh, it's that bad. When they don't have a price. I you had to be going faster than that then. 60 and a 40? Yeah, it was like 64 and a 40 is what it's marked. I don't feel like I wasn't going that fast. We'll never argue with them because no, that I makes it worse. I, but I said, hey, look, man, I was in a sketchy area. I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm a white guy. This is not a white part of town. I, I, I don't know where I am. You know, I'm a little, little nervous. I'm a little tired. I just want to get to my hotel. And the guy's like, all right, hang tight. Goes, gets, writes my ticket, comes back and says, okay, listen. You have to go down this road straight. Do not make any lefts or any rights into any of these streets. You're going to end up in a really bad part of town. Ugh. When the street ends, you make a left. And he still like, gave you a ticket. I was like, oh, At least he gave you directions. He oh. just gave you the ticket and go, good luck. I was like, well, thanks for acknowledging the fact that I was right to be concerned of my current location. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a ticket. Please so. come back for court in 30 days. Ah, whatever. So that was... you got to make your quotas on them every month, you that, know? Oh, they... they uh, you selling cigars? He's got to sell, you know. He's he's protecting the innocent. Did he ask yes. you if you knew how fast you were going? No, it was more like a, it was more like a, what the fuck are you doing here? You moron! Why are you driving like this? Type of a scenario. I feel it was I one feel. o'clock. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't give you like a DUI test or something like that. Yeah, give me a field sobriety test. I would have taken. I would have passed flying colors. No, I know. I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm just saying. That's what I would be looking I for. Feel like at one a.m. How many people were in the street at one a.m.? Probably me and uh, yeah. just the you drug and the drug dealers. dealers. <laughs> yeah, just the drug dealers. Drug dealers, the pimps and the hoes. There was and the cops. Oh that my, was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So I think he he knew when he pulled me over when he saw me. He's like, this guy does not belong here. Was the rental car out of state plates? No, it was a temp tag. Brand, oh, brand right. new car. Even worse, mm-hmm. stolen car. Had leather though. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Love that leather. Love that leather. There were people trying last week's uh, tips, by the way. Did you see that? Yes. Yes. It's fantastic. Everybody's doing hashtag pack of wipes. Hashtag. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you thought that was cute. That's I thought nice. it was funny. You know, you take my, my advice and you just shit all over it, Michael. <laughs> That's my job. Yeah, okay. That's my job here. Right. This is going to end in a, a fight session podcast. Oh, Mm-hmm. Good, it's nice and late. Everybody's tired. They're irritable. No, not right now. Just oh, not now. Some other time. Oh. Ooh, we'll save that for episode 52, the one-year anniversary. you got to Facebook Live that one, though. The boxing match. Oh, yeah. we gotta fa- we got to start doing videos. Where'd my lighter go? Yeah, let's do a video right now. Oh, this place is a fucking disaster. No, probably not a good idea. Um, so we have, uh, we, have, we have two guests. Wait, today. I had something going on over the weekend. Oh. I had the Tampa Cigar Bash. I don't oh, think yeah. he cares. Ooh, yeah, he doesn't that? care. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the way they did it this year. Okay, why is that? Uh, this year, when you checked in, they handed you your bag full of cigars. So at that point, I was finished. 
So you like going around to the table? I like tables, going around and talking to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that, that a lot fun. better too. Yeah. Because now I just walked around and was looking and go, okay, I know that guy. I go say hello. I know that guy. goes. Yeah, I mean, as far as being from, uh, you know, a brand owner and whatnot, I, I don't like that. No, because you don't get any interaction with the public. Nothing. Nothing. No. But and you, know you don't appreciate it as much. No. The only people that had crowds were the guys giving away stuff. Like Taranio giving away four different signs. Yeah. And, Jack. Mean, Jack, yeah. That's usually Jack. how it happens, right? Yep. People flock to the free, uh, like, the yeah, free goods. The, the tent that Rosales was in with uh, Robert Holt and um, Belmore or something, there was nobody in that tent hardly ever because they weren't giving anything away. Right. No free stuff. So. No free stuff for you. No free stuff for you. I did have a guy come up to me, though, tap me on the shoulder, turn around, shook my hand. He goes, I follow you on Instagram. I saw you at the barn burner, but I didn't want to disturb you. I just wanted to say hello and meet you. Aww, I thought that was you're nice. You're a legend. Yeah, I thought that was nice. That was my, nice. my first fan. Did you sign his chest? No. Forehead. Good. Yeah. Right, that way you can see it in the mirror. Good. That's nice. Signed it backwards. What was the guy's name? I, he didn't ever say. I don't know. And then he scurried off. He was uh, just this real quick little nice handshake and hmm. follow you and then you scurried away. You might actually have your first stalker. Ooh, I have a stalker. Did you tell him about the podcast? No. You said, well, you can hear my voice every week? He probably does anyway. Okay. Probably stalks you first. I don't think so. You have to change probably had me confused with you. Probably thought I was at the other mic on the podcast. I don't think so. No. Um, okay, so, now you can introduce our guest. That was it. There was there wasn't a lot going on. Where is that held? Okay, so uh, it's over at the Pepin, Pippin Center, Pippin Distribution over and in Tampa. Who organizes that? Tampa. Well, it used to be Tampa Humanor. Now it's what Monte Cristo or something. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about multi vendors, but we do need to get the introduction out of the way. Okay, get the introduction out of the way. So, Please first of all, we have. The legendary Lock Nick Monster. Oh boy, Mister, mm-hmm. that's going to be a thing. Malilla. It's adding to my list of uh, hashtag. A, of, uh, <laughs> this week is hashtag or alter alter personalities. I am going to press hardcore for that thing to happen. Fascinating. You know, I got a new contest for you guys this week. The Lock Nick Monster. Oh, like, no, 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 hashtag Lock Nick Monster. Oh yeah, hashtag Lock Nick Monster. But then whoever draws the best photo. Oh, whoever photoshopped. Like Photoshop. Yeah, Photoshop. whoever comes with the best design for Locknick Monster wins the prize. Okay, we can do that. Hashtag Locknick Monster. You guys have a week, and I'm going to give you some, some special cigars. I'm going to steal some Menelix. He doesn't even know what's going to happen. No, I'll, oh, I'll contribute Menelix to that call. Yes, yeah. excellent. Awesome. Excellent. I'll drop some SBCs and some, some other magical stuff in there, and, and we'll see who the best winner is. So hashtag lock neck monster. Spell that right. Don't screw it up. I don't know how to spell it. I don't know how to spell it either. I think it's L O C H N I C K. Alright. Monster. Monster. All one word. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I like it. Wouldn't you want to change it to rhyme? Well, I guess it rhymes already. The lock neck monster? So you've just introduced a uh hominid reptilian uh (laughs) mutant to the show. Thanks right. for having You me. did never <laughs> actually say who I did it. say Nick Malolo. I don't think you ever said it. I did say because I know because I have to do his last name like yeah, that. Malolo. Malolo. Yes. yes. That's pretty good. I've Thank been practicing you. that all day. Yeah, it's Malolo, not Malilo? No, it's, it's Malolo. Uh, it's just three, three different ways. In Spanish, okay. it's Melillo. They call me Malillo. But he's Italian. In Nicaragua. Italian is Melillo. English, it's Malillo. <laughs> The go. other two had a nice yeah. little flair to it, and yeah. then it Most intelligent down to the moon. And I'm English. I don't know. I'm not English. That's a lie. Um, Were they all English? Maybe. But wait, we haven't introduced you. Yes, introduced mm-hmm. a mystery I mean, voice. Very excited. It's just a mystery voice. Yeah. Very excited to be here. I'm excited. Yeah. He can be like our uh, like our here. guy on um, on Price is Right that calls people out. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. 
You're the next contestant. You're the next contestant. So we have Mr. David Rubba Dubba Dow. <laughs> Rubba Dubba Dow. That sounded weird. The employee. I know. I don't. I, oh, the employee. Oh, oh, yeah. The employee. The number two of Cigar Hustler is joining Ooh. us this evening. He's, wow. had, he's had a few beers. He's feeling oh. confident, so now he's got a yes. mic in front of him. There you go. He went from I'd like to watch to, ooh, there's another microphone. I said, yeah, there's a mic over here. Get the hell, get in it. Get in it. There we go. So here we are. Okay, well, uh, I just want to hear what this sounds like through the headphones. Probably (laughs) only me. Probably (laughs) me. They're not even plugged in. So getting back to the multi I just like to wear them. Getting back to the multi-meter thing. Here's something that I've kind of picked up on, uh, because I've been through a few of them. And I'm sure that you have, too, as well, Mike. I'd love to hear your opinion of this. You've definitely been to more than I have. Multi-vendors, um, here and there, yeah. I actually have been – I, I want to hear what your opinion is on it because uh, I definitely have an opinion on them. Right. So I the, I think that, you know, there's a, a lot is asked from a brand owner and a manufacturer to do these things. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly acceptable. Sure. Right? But I think that it requires a little more hospitality on – the retailer's end to kind of make it fun for everybody, right? Yeah. Um, I was at that event last year. It was amazing. I mean, yeah, those guys are amazing. No, it was I, an yeah. amazing event. And I'm not talking solely on like the the Tinderbox experience. I'm just talking yeah. about like now that I've witnessed a handful of these at this point. Right. You know, I can tell you that um, the requirements, like I mean, Stogies Houston, you don't have to pick up anything boxes are done everything's set up everything's kind of utilized it's kind of like a train almost where you roll through right right? well that's what tampa used to be but you got the cigars when you went through right so like i think that that's kind of that that's that's important too like uh, taking the bag out of the equation and not giving the stick texas thing run by the same group is that monte cristo out there too because I was told that's why they did this one this way because that's that's, that's, yeah. yeah that's serious cigars okay um that one is probably the most work. Serious cigars. Yeah. Because you got to really dig in in the back and kind of get your stuff and set it all up, you know. So, I don't know. I just think that there's got to be a way to really kind of engage in, in and magnify the hospitality level so that it's fun for all brand owners and manufacturers as right. well. Because, like, I, I look around some of these, and some of them are fucking... Some of the guys are just like they're just my sitting, life sitting there on their phone and they're hot yeah, and they're miserable. They and right. I'm in this position as far as foundation. I'm three years, you know, now into it. From what I've seen and experienced, at this point in our company's brand, I feel like multi vendors are something that's not quite for us at this point in time, right. because we're still building the brand identity and people are still learning about us. Right. So I would almost prefer to take those funds and do an event with the store just a foundation event right or just a to have that interaction sometimes at the multi-vendor there's too much going on you know to really have an interaction that's that's meaningful right you know it's like here tonight i've had some meaningful interaction to me that's 
you know, it's you tough to put you, a value you get, on that. You get that. lost at the bigger events. It's a little more You intimate. get lost, and yeah. if, you, if you don't have that brand identity, it's tough. Like you said, it's tough to get people to come to the booth. or they're, they're, They know the bigger companies. They know right. the companies that have had 20 years in building brand identities and building that up. So when they go to a multi-vendor, oh, there's the such-and-such booth. There's, you know, this booth. So and then plus those booths and those companies have more of a b- ability financially wise to give things away right. Right. to right. have bigger treats yeah. to have people come to that. I at this point, you know, to go to multi vendor, you know, some of them if they request a thousand or eight hundred cigars or even five, I got a back order situation. I can't be giving out <laughs> right. you know cigars, cigars for and then sometimes I feel like when you get into this Man, big bag. You know, you have this big bag of cigars, and there's so much in there. It's like going into a humidor and being completely overwhelmed if you don't have guidance from, you know, a tobacconist like you guys or tobacconist to find your way. I don't know if it necessarily translates. No, it doesn't, because there's stuff in the bag. I didn't know what it was. And that's what happens. And unless these guys are, you know, you're actively looking it up or something's intriguing you, or I think a lot of times guys will then put them in their humidor and give them out. So maybe yeah, when they have friends over, yeah, they don't know what it is. Yeah, you put in that little special or, section at the bottom. So I think um, I'll do them here and there, especially if you know I have you know friends in the industry, and you know I it's that I don't want to not show support for these consumers. Of course, I mean you've right. developed partnerships, and you know it's an honor to have them carry and sell your products. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think that it would be most effective, you know, for me. To do spend those that travel money that I mean you think it's your the plane ticket the car rental the the hotel you know the, the food, hotels uh, everything yeah which is it's an investment you're investing right. in but I, I'd rather do it you know a foundation event and you know well because spend then the, the money people that, that are coming they're coming to see you. And then you can give away like yeah, and even if they're not, you know, you get to interact with them. Right, you have time. You're the only guy there. Yeah, but you have time in a way to interact with people where it's not just they only feel like they're getting sold or pitched or. See, that's when you go around to get the cigars. You got that little bit of interaction. So you know, if I get home and I've got a foundation cigar, and let's say I'm not familiar with you, I'll still I'll remember. Go, oh, that was that nice guy that I talked to. He told me about the cigar. I know what. And that can make a world of difference to somebody. You know, I had a guy, um, you know, last week, I had seen him, I had gone to Art Basel last year, uh, last second, met this guy in the street, and we had an interaction, and he was at a store I was at, at and just that little interaction, you know, made a a huge difference. Right. He ended up going and, you know, researching the brand and the company and the blends and his favorite cigar now. And, you know, like, I had something similar at Tinderbox with a, a handful of guys who, you know, um, when you get to kind of hang out, when they knew, when we kind of talked a little bit about the product, they realized that I was a guy for Postani. I was like, oh, shit. So, wait, I have questions. You know, like, yeah. that was where it really kind of got fun, you know? Right. Um, when you get a handful of dudes that, that are excited. And, like, I, Jeff and Lynn, I think that they do a great job of the multi-vendor event. Sure. And There's a lot that goes into this. Oh, my God, yeah. And, you know... Um, you're an operational pro- I'm in uh, you know operational side. Yeah. And that's where my mind starts thinking right away is you know how much goes into you know all this stuff. And they're and uh, they're constantly working on developing it and making it better too, yeah. which, which is awesome. Which means That's what that it's all about, right? Yeah, they're retailers that actually care, which yeah. is, you know, sad but few and far sad to say but it's few and far between in yeah. my opinion. So 
Who do you think is getting screwed in these multi-vendor events? I don't think that anybody's really getting screwed. I think that it's more along the lines of, um, you know, how can it be, uh, how do you make it better? I'm all about, you know, I'm all about throwing something out there and then getting the proper feedback to refine it so that sure. it's better the next time around, right? Um, and some of the retailers that are doing these multi-vendors do that, right? Um, like Jeff and Lynn. They definitely do that. To, and they like, they, like Nick was saying, you know, it's a lot. They, you, know, you can see it at the end of the day that they're exhausted. Oh they, they've worked their butts off for this whole thing, you know? Um, there are some multi-vendors that don't really care. They're not, not looking to make it more efficient. They're not looking to make it better. Um, but they have the ability to dictate and make everybody go and, and show up. And um, those kind of suck. Those aren't really as pleasant, you know. So I try to do my best and stay away from those. Do you think it's the ones that are focusing on their bottom line instead of the customer experience? Of course. Yeah. i got to say, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, yeah. I, I, I find pretty impressive. Yeah. Just as far as organization and, I mean, in general, but they've been evolving that over, you know, many years. Right. I but haven't done that one. You should. You'd enjoy that one. And there's, you know, a lot of smokers that come from all over in that part of the country. Right. And um, they do. They do. So seems to be when the people travel to. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's it's a bigger thing. It, it, yeah. Because it's everything so spread out there. Right. But people people make a trip to yeah. make that one. But they have it very. Everything's really well organized, and um, it just makes the experience more enjoyable. So you can focus on, you know. Doing what you need to do and selling. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. But. All right, so I got two things down that we're gonna just, just lightly dabble on because you know, first of all, I can just say one question and you can just talk for hours. I don't know if I lightly dabble, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we were we were talking about a little meditation out there, right? Yeah, we were. And uh, that's something which that's was cool because I didn't know you were totally doing that technique. You just told it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So box breathing is five seconds in, you take a deep breath, you go up five seconds, you hold it there for five seconds, and then you bring it back down for five seconds, and then you, as you're exasperated, you have five seconds. And then you do it again un until you're kind of in in your meditation, meditational phase, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Right? Um, but, you know, this is kind of, that's something that's kind of new in your life, huh? You know, recently, um, it used to be a part of my life, you know, a good... Uh you know, 15 years ago, right. I actually, before moving down to Nicaragua, I actually lived in a Buddhist uh, community in France. And right. outside of Bordeaux, there was actually a Vietnamese monk. He was actually nominated for Nobel Peace Prize by Martin, Martin Dr. Martin Luther King. His name is Thich Nhat Hanh. He's wrote a lot of books um, about... Uh, meditation and it was more about not just sitting meditation is just being present you know yeah. it's not like some you know crazy practice of it's just you know your mind tends to work like a machine a lot it's in the past it's in the future and that could cause a lot of stress anxiety and it's just you know he would do walking meditation you know um it's one of the most beautiful places i've ever been traveling the world yeah. it was on this old he had purchased an old uh, vineyard outside of bordeaux and uh it was absolutely unbelievable so i got to spend some time there which was kind of cool so that kind of got me into it 
early but you on. Gave it up for a little bit. Huh? Yeah, and I definitely have noticed the effect on my on my life in a you know negative way of just being more stressed out and um, you know I got a lot going on over the past. I've had a lot going on for. Right. Uh, you know, many You're years, man. but You're everywhere. you know, over the past three years and just, you know, recently over the past um, six months, it's, you know, just simple, like the box breathing, just been doing, you know, six, just being aware of your breath. Right. Our breath is what keeps us alive. You know, it's that bridge between this life and the next. And we don't really realize we're doing it a lot. So. It's not some like religion or spirit. It's just you know you can take it down to just the science of it. Right. Is is just being aware of your breathing is uh, can do wonders. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. So we have like eighty five listeners. So of them, thirty of them will start meditating. It's okay, fantastic. but you know if you if you look at it too, again, not getting into any labels of it because people right away want to go into religion. And I'm not right. into any of this type of religion. But if you look at cigar smoking, for me at an early age. You know, there's a quote somebody said, I don't meditate, I smoke cigars. But that's what's, that's what's happening, whether you realize it or not. Right. It's the cigar that's bringing you to the present moment right. of being able to be calm. And this is why cigar smoking, cigar smokers, I feel, live longer, you right. know, depending on your diet. And there's a lot of other factors. But in general, you were relaxing. Right. You were, you know, your mind is not in the past and present all that you're... It's bringing you to this moment right? with every puff. Speaking of this moment, what are we all smoking? Uh, I am smoking a tabernacle. Or uh, not a tabernacle, but the uh, Wei Wensei. The original nice. Wei Wensei. The original Wei Wensei. Yep, I am smoking the Neanderthal HS. I got the SBC oh, 18. Oh, I got to say, it's uh, pretty tasty, it's man. Nice. It's starting off really nice. It's got some, got some body and strength to it, but it's... I got a good factory I'm working with, so they, they, they help. You know, there's some good, uh, there's some, there's some good knowledge down there on that that yeah, floor. No doubt. And I am having the metal I can damn, dude. This is fucking amazing. Nice. I haven't had it since last time you were here. I oh, think. really? Yeah. Nice. And um, it's money. It is super good. I might have to come out with those one day. I think that, that would be a great idea. Yeah, uh, sooner than later. Buy them? What's that? Is there anywhere anybody can buy them? No, you can only no, get them at like select events them and there. Stuff. Only when I'm doing an event. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just wanted to do something special for guys that purchase boxes at events. You know, sometimes <laughs> you'll kick down some cigars, and or you have a special. I wanted to make a special stick. Uh, so, so by the, by the time Nick, by the time this airs, Nick will be long gone, so we won't have them here. Mm. Uh, it'll however, be tomorrow. Be on the lookout. When it'll be tomorrow. This will air tomorrow. Be on, yeah, exactly. So be on the lookout for Nick Malillo's um, events, and uh, definitely make sure you do what you got to do to we get your listeners in South Florida. What's that? We have any listeners in South Florida? Yeah, we're actually biggest in Florida. Mm. We have our most listeners in Florida. Really? Yep. What happened to the one in uh, Yemen, or was it somewhere else? Djibouti. 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 We can't discuss that. <laughs> All right, gang, we're going to cut this right here and make this the end of part one. You'll have to come back next week for part two with Nick Melillo from Foundation Cigars. This is the operator with a collect call from Emory Jones. To accept the charges, press one now.
All right, folks, that's it. Show's over. Thanks for listening. You can send in any of your questions or suggestions for guests to a Cigar Hustlers Podcast Facebook page. You can follow the show on Instagram at a Cigar Hustlers Podcast. You can follow Mikey at Cigar Hustler. You can follow me at FCC underscore Mike. Remember to please rate, review, and subscribe to whichever our providers you listen to.